Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Oh, Mandy, you came and you gave without taking. So I said you been gay, oh, Andy. <laughs> She's back. She's back. She's back. Oh, for crying out loud. Put them all in one museum and then burn the museum down. Oh, fuck this doll. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is your host for this episode, Bob Shoy. And with me, as always, my regular two hosts. Guys, would you like to introduce yourself in alphabetical order, please? Hey, I'm Tiss. I was hoping you'd go first, because in my head I'm like, oh, that's Tiss, because his name's Adam. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, that's why I wanted to see. It was like a little experiment. I was like, are they going to go for their first names, surnames, nicknames? I was like, oh, his name's Beef, so it should be. But I was like, wait, no, A becomes before B anyway. <laughs> but yeah, introduce, introduce yourself in whichever order you'd like. This is Beef. This is Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Check the energy on this episode. <laughs> hey, good evening. Hello, this is this is Beef. Hi, Beef. All right, mate. Oh, me old mucker. All right, mate. This is Tiss. Hi, Tiss. You've been in Dagenham too long. Yeah, two days. Right, so, uh, guys, we're back to our regular episodes now after last episode's like discussion topic which i was expecting some negative feedback from but we only had positive that's great there's still time so it's because we've got amazing listeners i think all the people that don't like us have left yeah <laughs> they'll find us again <laughs> they all left a long time ago now i think i think most people seem to get who we are and what we do and all that kind of stuff so i don't think it's too much of an issue anymore no, uh, only positive stuff for a while now. Yeah, the world is a negative place. It'd be good to get some positives. Yeah, and we've got a kind of a positive episode tonight, I hope. Awesome. The world's a negative, and right now I need two positives. One to take away the negative, and just because I like a positive. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh my goodness, right. Okay, oh, so dear. I couldn't decide on a topic for this one. I was really, like, normally I know what I want to do. Mm. And I have this, we have our, like, big list that I add suggestions to and, and other ideas. And I also have my personal list of things that I might want to do at some point and stuff. And <laughs> Secret personal list. Yeah, do you guys not have that? <laughs> I have, like, every now and then I think of something I'd like to do and I put it in my notebook. Your list is our list. I don't make lists. Right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of cute that you think we've got a list. Yeah, okay. I just have a million notebooks for everything all the time anyway. I've got a couple of things which... I, the thing is, every time I start to collect ideas, I look into them and I'm like, nah, that's shit. I'm not doing that. That kind of happened to me a bit with this one. It took me ages for anything to like... For me to latch onto it. Like me and the werewolf one. And the only other thing I wanted to do was like going to be way... like Like so much research, I just wouldn't have time. So that's the problem. I've got yeah. one like that, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't be bothered with the research because it's yeah. also one that you know that for that one, there'll be one person listening and they'll go, I think you'll find this yeah. is wrong and that's wrong. That's not, I've got one Get exactly it. like that. I need to really put some research time into it. So that's going to come eventually because I really want to do it. But, but anyway, I didn't know what to do. So I put a shout out on Twitter and social media stuff. And in the end, I sort of settled on two ideas. Uh, one was a cryptid and one was like a spooky idea. So I put a poll to Twitter and I thought cryptid was going to take it in a walk because people always say that cryptids are their favorite episodes, but it was mm. like 35% cryptid, 65% really? spooky. Yeah, people want the spooks. Fair enough. But then I thought we haven't done one for a while. Yeah, I did a Goatman one like not that long ago, but it's been a while since we did a spook. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so we've got a spooky one then. Potentially. It depends. Like, this is one of them things that some people find creepy and some people don't. So it'll be interesting to get what you guys think about this. Okay. Um, It's something that I talked about doing a long time ago. So do you remember the second Warren's episode? I spoke about Annabelle. Yeah. And I was going to talk about Robert the Doll and I was going to talk about a few other things. I just ran out of time and I sort of decided to dig back into that. So today we're going to talk about some uh, renowned haunted dolls. Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah, that is creepy. So you're not a fan of the dolls? Um, yeah, I guess ever since the uh, Nightmare of the Living Dummy. It's, All right, uh, Goosebumps. Although I guess that's not technically... Well, it is a doll, isn't it, really? Is it? Yeah, it's a ventriloquist dummy. Um, and also, so over the summer, um, Joel, my son Joel, was watching a lot of Toy Story. And obviously, thanks to Disney, we can now watch any of them at any time. And uh, I can't get over how terrifying those do- those ventriloquist dummies are. Oh, in- I thought you were talking about Big Baby in Toy Story 3. But the ventriloquist dolls are creepy in number four, yeah. Oh, no, Big Baby is also terrifying. Yeah. Becca doesn't like Big Baby. No, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, no, not not a massive fan. Jibs used to call his dad Big Baby. Because he what? said he looked like that because he was big and bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is such a burn uh, nickname. I'm never going to be able to watch number three again without thinking of Jibs' dad. I can't. I think of Jibs' dad every time just because Jibs used to be like, what's happening, big baby? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, Tiss, are you a fan of dolls, creepy haunted dolls? (laughs) I imagine you would be. Yeah. 
Uh, I can't really name any. Annabelle, Big Baby, <laughs> Robert. I love that. Are you a fan? Uh, isn't Chucky? Chucky, that film. I've never seen Chucky, but I know that Chucky's a doll, right? I've only ever seen um, like Bride of Chucky, I think. Yeah. I've never seen any of them, but I remember my nan had maybe one videotape and I used to see like the side of it and it was a weird doll. Your nan? Actually, my nan, this is really weird actually that I mentioned my nan because my nan used to be one of those people who had all of those China dolls in like a a cupboard, you know, like a glass show cupboard. Yeah. I find them creepy, yeah. I just realised Yeah, they're horrible. Do you know what? I didn't actually find them that creepy. I just found it really sort of... Like, who collects those? I guess my nan. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I, I can't remember what I was going to say. Forget it. It's gone completely. Oh, well, I find them creepy, and Becca finds them incredibly creepy. So she has been, like, walking past my laptop every now and then, looking at some of the pictures and stuff, and, and not enjoying that as I research... But um, what kind of put this idea back in my head is that recently um, I had a few messages from listeners uh, about, did you hear about the Annabelle update? She's back. She's She's back. back. Is this like, you know how they, so they did Chucky, then they did like Seed of Chucky, Bride of Chucky. Uh, I swear there was like Corpse of Chucky when he came back from the dead. the, The film's back, not the actual doll. No, actual Annabelle's back. Is she? I thought she was still in that museum. She got well, out of her cage. This is. It was all a bit disappointing when I looked into it because oh. I had quite a few listeners saying, "Like, check this out. Annabelle's on the loose." <laughs> and then I looked into <laughs> it today. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the loose. <laughs> yeah, like a dog, like a criminal on the lamb. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I read a thing from August that said about her being having escaped the museum oh for goodness sake no fucking way so the museum is now closed it's closed down due to zoning violations that's spooky um and someone had updated the wikipedia the annabelle wikipedia uh to say that she was missing and on the loose and then it caused all this panic but um it was just a hoax it was just someone updating wikipedia disappointingly so it is still in the museum I imagine so. Locked up. But one day, that museum is going to get repossessed. And that doll... Because no one... Like, there's no law to say that doll has to stay in a glass case, right? Those people that are doing it are just doing it. It's Tony Spira's responsibility now the Warrens are gone, isn't it? But what if, what if say, he died very suspiciously or something? I don't know. <laughs> what, are, you, are you saying, is Annabelle in his will? <laughs> The tiny little doll-sized hand marks around his neck. Yeah, exactly. What if he died just from anything, just normal, and then no one... The people repossessing the the museum, they're not going to think, oh, we'll leave the doll. Like, how are they going to handle that doll? That doll has to move, right? They'll probably throw all that shit in the bin. But exactly. So when that doll goes in the bin, that's when it's back on the loose, right? Then it'll be like the end of Toy Story 3, where the doll's going down into the incinerator. (laughs) Annabelle's going to be trying to escape. Yeah, I was going to say, you just want to burn them. Do you think it will incinerate it? Just burn those things. Why didn't they incinerate it to begin with? Because they can make money out of putting it in the museum. Oh, yeah, because the museum. Yeah, but that is at the cost of this eventuality happening. So they've inadvertently put us in danger of this doll for their own gain. 
But if we're to believe, so wait a minute. Hang on doll... a second. Hang on. Go on. So you're what? So just to make sure that I'm with you, what you're suggesting is that Tony Spiro, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let, let's just say he hasn't put Annabelle in his will uh, so that she ends up somewhere after his death. In the eventuality that he gets murdered by Annabelle, we better get rid of her so that she can't hurt anyone else? Is yes. that what you were saying? Well, yeah. I mean, if if that, if that she is what she, they say she is, the other people aren't going to have so much care about her. Or is it just going to move to the next person who always has respect for that doll? But if we are to presume that Annabelle is a vessel for some, like, evil spirit, yeah. if you destroy the doll, would the spirit then be released to inhabit something else or do more damage? Oh, God. What are the rules here? What are the so rules? So what do we do? How do we negate this? Keep it locked this? up. Keep it locked up, baby. What, in a museum? <laughs> Why not bury <laughs> it in a time capsule? <laughs> like Can't make money out of that. I'm sure he's trying to get that museum reopened. Couldn't they bury it with a webcam? I don't understand why Why can't demons, if it's possessed by a demon, why can't they break glass? Yeah, not, yeah. not strong enough. I don't, understand. I don't understand. There's too too many flaws. And why aren't they pissed off about the museum side of things? Like, they're not profiting. Mm. Where's their kickback? Maybe they do get a kickback. Yeah, maybe they're in cahoots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe a few sacrifices every, I don't know, 100 visitors. Or... We haven't even considered the idea that maybe it's not like a demon out to cause as much stress and disorder as possible. Maybe it's the the doll actually belongs to the demon. Maybe it's like a child demon Mm. that just owns this little doll. And every time this little doll gets played with, they get a bit (laughs) possessive about it. Maybe. (laughs) I mean, we've, we've spoken a lot about Annabelle. Yeah. Including on this episode. But tonight we're going to talk about uh, a few other haunted dolls. So, have you guys have you guys heard of Robert the doll? Uh, yeah, no. Only from you mentioning him, and I, I think I sneered at his name. Robert it didn't sound like a very scary doll name. Do you know what Robert looks like? I'm imagining Robert Pattinson. That's just straight away to my head. Okay, I've got a picture of Robert the doll here. Oh my god. That is oh, fucking that is horrible. The dog is even worse. I'll let you I'll oh. zoom in on his face a little bit so you can. Oh, oh that is awful. Oh, oh, look at that. No. I can't. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's like Voldemort. I've had to look at that face so much. It looks like a toy. Stop showing it to Voldemort. us then. Right, so that's Robert. You know what it looks like? You know in um, the film Hannibal? Yeah. Is it Mason? Oh, yeah. <laughs> The, the, oh, when they eat his the nose Hannibal, like his face wasn't it I swear yeah, like he his, ate face his face is, is pretty fucked up in that film oh. so Robert is actually life size what no he's not he's like the size of a little boy no Um. so he's about 40 inches tall oh that's horrible and uh, he's one of a kind made in Germany by the Stief company Um. in 1904 he was given as a gift from um his, from someone's grandfather who was traveling through Germany, picked it up, took it back, and gave it to a boy named Robert Eugene Otto, who went by the name Gene as a nickname, uh, who grew up to be a, a fairly known artist. Uh, but for his birthday, his grandfather gave him this doll, and he named him Robert, so he gave him his own name because he went by Gene. Fair enough. 
And uh, the sailor suit he was wearing in that picture, um, they're potentially Jean's actual clothes as well. Mm. Right. Um, there is a... Well, no, I'll come to that later anyway. So anyway, so this he was inseparable with this doll. It was like his favorite toy, I guess. Um, but there was reports of it moving around the house on its own. Um, reports of its facial expressions changing. How? Oh, don't. Reports of giggling being heard in the house. Uh, no, it no, has no, 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 no. facial no. expressions. How can it change no. its facial expressions? Well, <laughs> so Gene would blame the doll for any time he was naughty. He would say, I didn't do it. Robert did it. Oh, no. That sounds like passing the buck to me. And it, it, is, that, is that when the, the expression of Robert would change to like a winky face? No, I didn't do it. Robert did it. <laughs> But there's there's some people that say like maybe this act this sort of behaviour caused sort of the animation within Robert like giving him his own clothes, giving him his name, constantly blaming any badness on this doll had some sort of effect potentially. I don't know. Mm. Um, other people in the house like there was a maid as well. Um, <laughs> they said they would hear Jean talk to Robert quite regularly, um, and some said that they heard Robert talk back. Oh, come on. That's horrible. That's just silly. There's no need. Uh, Gene died in 1974. Was he buried with Robert? Uh, No, no, no. So the picture of Robert, that's the original face. That's Robert, yeah. That's Robert. They haven't... Because that doesn't look like a... How has that come out of a factory and that's been okay? Someone's gone... Well, it was one of a kind. like it's... And also, it's really old now. It's over a hundred years old, and the size of a the size of a child. It's like the the teddies you win at a fairground. A hundred years ago, the quality standards were just that much lower. Okay, so stories of the doll's strange behaviour became commonplace, and uh, with those who encountered him after Jean's death in 1974, tenants heard footsteps in the attic room above them. A plumber heard giggling and turned around to find the doll had moved across the room on its own. And Solaris Hill reporter Malcolm Ross visited Robert and said, It was like a metal bar running down my back. At first, when we walked through the door, the look on his face was like a little boy being punished. It was as if he was asking himself, Who are these people in my room and what are they going to do to me? Oh, God. Ross's friends told him Robert's backstory and pointed out the children's furniture. It was at this point that Malcolm noticed a change in the doll's expression, as if he was following the conversation. One of the men made a comment about what an old fool Gene Otto must have been. Robert's expression then turned to one of disdain. There was some kind of intelligence there, he said. It was like the doll was listening to us. Fuck off. Oh, come on. So eventually the home, uh, Gene's home, was bought by a woman named Myrtle Reuter or Ruta, depending uh, on the pronunciation. And she actually kept Robert. Why? Come with the house. He was in the house when she bought it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Throw it out. So she lived with Robert in the house for six years, and then she moved, but she took Robert with her. Okay. Um, she eventually donated Robert to a museum in 1994 before she died. She said he moved around her house on his own, and she said that it was haunted. And it's still in that museum today. It's in Key West's Fort East Martello Museum. So it's another doll that's kept in a museum rather than uh, being get rid of when it's obviously sinister. Doesn't move around the museum, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, 
Oh, wow. wow. Over its time is said to... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Over its time, it is said to have caused, quote, car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, etc. So it causes people misfortune. Uh, many museum visitors claim to have experienced uh, post-visit misfortunes after visiting the museum and viewing Robert. Oh, or just like a paper cut or something. That is terrible for business. If you're running a museum. (laughs) (laughs) People want to test it though, don't they? They want to go and see the haunted doll. Fuck that shit. I don't like the stuff about it giggling. That's the bit that gets me. (laughs) Giggling. No, I I don't like that. The uh, the broken bones and the uh, ruining your life. I can live with that. The giggling. Well, I because to me, that just seems like something bad happened to someone and they're like, well, it's that Robert's fault. Yeah, fucking always Robert's fault, isn't it? That's kind of a that's kind of a thing, isn't it? Though Robert's being blamed for shit his whole life. Oh this, yeah, this doll. Maybe that's why he's such an asshole. Yeah, B- because he wants Maybe to he's get fed blamed. up. You know, like so. Like one day when I was a kid, I used to always, always get accused of nicking stuff from the local village shop. You did. You did. So yeah, I used to always. So I used to go in there with my mates in Stukeley. Did you used to nick stuff from the shop, babe? <laughs> no, no, but he used to, the shopkeeper used to make me turn out my pockets before I left. He was like, right, turn your pockets out. No one else, no one else you got, got a suspicious and I was face, like, mate. mate, I, so I, I used to do it every single, do you think he was prejudiced against people with red hair? Maybe, I don't know. But basically one day I'd had enough and I was like, I'm actually going to start nicking from you because I'm sick of it. Um, cause one week he just stopped checking. So I was like, well. Your, your guard, oh. you've laid your guard down. So I started. I'm not proud of it, but I just, well, a little bit. Evil beef. But so maybe Robert's a bit like that. He just got sick of being. How much stuff did you nick from him? <laughs> uh, not, not loads. Just chocolate <laughs> bars. <laughs> just chocolate bars and like I don't know. I don't know. The first time I did it, I did it. Uh, I just got like a milky bar. I didn't want to get too cocky. Yeah, and then a few weeks later, I started... The bad Christian. Well, I wasn't a Christian then. (laughs) Um, My my mum wasn't happy. She she found out a while. Because she was... Yeah, she just did the math. She was like, I only gave you a quid and you've come home with like eight chocolate bars. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, he was doing an offer. I was like, such an idiot. I was like, yeah, he did an offer. (laughs) I was like, no, he never. Like, no, yeah, I've been nicking from him. Five-finger discount. Doing an offer. Exactly, yeah. They should be paying me to eat this shit. <laughs> Did you tell her that he had been wrongly accusing you, so therefore he deserved it? Tis, have you ever nicked stuff? Uh, when I was very, very young, yes. I, well, yeah, I suppose it is nicking. <laughs> uh, like pick and mix. Like I'd grab like a lolly from the pick and mix. Mm. That doesn't, ca- well, uh, well does, I suppose so it does count. It's so minute, but. It still is nicking. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I don't think I ever have. I think most kids well, do a bit of nicking. Talk about pick and mix. Bobby used to nick stuff from uh, Wilco's before we went to the cinema. Oh, well, well, well. I didn't used to nick stuff. I used to lightly hold it on the scale. <laughs> that, so is that, yeah, that, that is nicking. Everyone nicking. does that. That is bullshit. That I is... used to fudge the weight. <laughs> that, is... <laughs> that is so nicking. I've I've told this story before and my friend Luke listens to the pod and he 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 knows this. But he used to uh 
What was it? The Krispy Kremes. He'd do the same. He'd put a load oh, in yeah. the bag and then just pop, put. Do the Tesco's Value Donut. Yes, yes. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I got caught doing that once, <laughs> and it's so <laughs> shameful. <laughs> it's, it's so, so shameful, shameful because it's not even the wrong number it's the wrong fucking donut and you know it yeah and you know it is you know you haven't picked up a Tesco's value donut <laughs> it's brilliant though I think everyone does a bit there of was that. that kid who tried to put through like a Playstation 4 and weighed it as like a bunch of bananas or something do you remember that oh my <laughs> what? god what? it was in the paper he got caught weighing a Playstation 4 <laughs> and saying it was like a bunch of bananas or something <laughs> oh that's terrible that is brilliant. <laughs> I used to used to catch people nicking at wicks all the time. Yeah. They'd like you'd see on the trolley they'd have like a, a, a tool box, but the cable the cable tie's gone. <laughs> and then inside the tool box was like a drill. Oh, that's some a good drill one. bits. And then one guy one week even tried to tell me that it was like a pencil case deal. Like you buy the pencil case, you get all the stuff inside it. Oh my god! Buy the toolbox, you get what? What? And you just go around the shop fitting things into the pencil case. I did see a kid nick something recently, like in my co-op down the road from me. Like a proper like kid walks in the shop, looks shifty, grabs something, shoves it under his coat, and runs out. And I'd never seen it so blatant like that. But I live in a city, don't I? Anyway. Anyway, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Robert. Anyway, yeah. So Robert might have got really shirty. Yeah. Maybe he just got sick of being accused for stuff, so he actually just started doing it. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I'm not really sure. I buy that kind of stuff. I mean, terrible things happen to people all day, every day, don't they? It's just that's life. But I don't like the giggling, and I don't, I don't like, like talking, the moving to around. No. 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 I hate that. That's horrible. So there is another story about Robert's origin that I've seen doing the rounds. Um, I don't think this is true, though. I think this someone else made this up. Um, <laughs> there's another one saying, because it was a gift from his grandfather, is, is the origin uh, from Germany. Yeah. But there's uh, another origin that says it was a gift from a voodoo practicing maid as revenge for something. Like, that's It's so not fleshed out this story um this maid was from the they had a a maid from the bahamas apparently um and she was angry at the family apparently and gave him this doll as a gift but it was like she'd done voodoo stuff on it apparently there's not there's not enough to it for me to buy into it that's been made up voodoo what robert yeah no no, because a voodoo doll i don't think it's voodoo isn't i mean i might be wrong but isn't a voodoo doll where you make a doll with artifacts of a person and then you do mm. spells and that voodoo doll becomes that person and then when you prod the yeah. doll things happen to the person yeah i don't uh, think they're implying that the doll was a voodoo doll that's just that she did voodoo on it to like mm. i don't know but i don't buy that story it seems a bit ludicrous as if the other one isn't ludicrous but yeah yeah well the other origin isn't ludicrous it's just his granddad bought it for him that is ludicrous but there has, like the Annabelle films, there has been a series of Robert films. Oh my god! Really? Really? Um, I haven't seen any of these. Yeah, we we said the Annabelle ones had kind of stinky reviews. I looked these up. There's five Robert movies. Five. <laughs> Straight to Betamax, I assume. Right. Hang on a sec. I got so five. How could there possibly be? Say each one is two hours long. That's ten hours of. This is since 2015. So five years, there's a film a yeah. year. 
So there was one called Robert. I looked these up on IMDb as well just to see the sort of ratings on these. There's one called Robert. That has an average of 3.1. Shocking. Uh, Followed by The Curse of Robert the following year. That has an average of 3.5, so getting better. Oh, right. Mm. Then there was a spin-off about his origin called The Toymaker. A spin-off? That's got a 3.7. They're getting better. Cracking reviews. Until you get to the Revenge of Robert the Doll in 2018, which dropped down to a three point nothing. That's bottom of the pile. Right. That's rubbish. And then Robert Reborn last year was a three point two on IMDb. So none of these, they're all in the three to three point five. How are these range. still getting bankrolled? I have no idea. They Laundering must be so money. cheap to make. Laundering money. There's so many bad horror films because a bad horror film is incredibly cheap to make, but also like stupid teenagers will just buy any old shitty yeah horror film because it's like a horror film we should make horror films so, that's why you get so many bad horror movies but and robert the doll was also on twitter really i started following him yeah oh what an account on is it just emoticons of expressions what, is, it, is it still alive account? i mean it's definitely it's definitely just the museum that he's in being him because there was some of his tweets were like buy robert merchandise at the museum oh god <laughs> Unless it is him and he's like shilling his own merch. <laughs> Paying his rent. Yeah, exactly. We've got to make money somehow. Gl- oh, glass cleaner. I can't, I can't look at the face. It's horrible. So that's what I've got on Robert. Robert is way older than Annabelle. Like I said, he's over 100 years old. Um, so it's interesting that she's like the most famous, but he's sort of like the OG. Yeah. But um, I've got a number right. of dolls here. We'll see how many we get through. I will, obviously, I want to show you the picture of each one as we come to it. Um, shall I just, I'm going to start with the picture of this one and see what you think before I even say the name. That is horrible. Oh, just a bashed up baby doll's head. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, so you can see the damage on the corner, yeah? It's yeah. Pretty, pretty standard baby doll, but yeah, caved in head in the corner. Yeah, it's been repaired. So this is Mandy the doll. Oh, Mandy. <laughs> Go on. No, no, I don't know. I, don't... <laughs> I just keep thinking about Homer singing old Mindy. I'm going to start the episode of you singing old Mandy there. <laughs> <laughs> you came and you gave without taking. So I said you've been gay, oh Andy. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Mandy, you just saw it's a typical porcelain doll, and uh, this is potentially made in Europe in around 1910, so this is a r- another really old one, mm. um, made in either England or Germany, suspected, Right. and it was donated to the Quesnel Museum in Canada in 1991. Um, it was donated by a woman who told them that she was getting rid of it because it would cry at night. Oh, don't. Oh, that's awful. and also that it was old and fragile and she didn't want her children playing with it like that doesn't even enter the equation (laughs) no (laughs) no you like so just imagine i handed it in i just oh so that's a lovely donation why 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 is that oh just it it cries a night and i don't want it to get damaged it what sorry i don't want it to get damaged no 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 no, wait a minute (laughs) The first one. <laughs> I cries. Excuse me. Night. A yeah. bacon powder. A bacon powder. 
Oh, fuck this doll. Um, okay, so <laughs> it's kept in a separate display case because whenever it was put in uh, cases with other dolls, it would knock them over. <laughs> Staff said that some of their lunches would disappear sometimes. I don't know if that's anything to do with the doll, to be honest. What? Yeah, yeah, I think that's just a, a, a that's naughty just, staff member. There's nothing sinister that's about just, a lunch. Go- what? Where's it going to go? Yeah, someone someone forgot their lunch and nicked someone else's. That's Tony from accounting. He's always doing that. That's what demons are always famous for, nicking lunches. <laughs> yeah, to me, that's... Yeah, that's that's the shit one. Um, and pushing the other dolls over. Oh god! Cameras regularly fail when trying to photograph it. Right, fair enough. Um, I don't like this one. <laughs> it can be heard tapping on the display case. Ah, uh, with what? Its little porcelain finger. Just tap it away. Oh. Yeah. Um, its eyes follow visitors around uh. the room. Apparently. See, some of this, I'm like, people have got in their head that this doll's creepy, and then they're, yeah. they just get into them. I like this, though. So when it was first brought in, you can see the damage on its head, yeah? Yeah. So it was put into the workshop for repairs when it first came in, and it was in a plastic bag. And uh, when the guy was in the room with it alone, and he had his back to it, he could hear the bag rustling. What? And uh, when he would go and check the bag, the doll's position inside the bag had like changed each time that he heard that rustle. Oh God! <laughs> when they kept, they left it overnight in the repair room. When they came in the next day, there was like objects just thrown around the room. One of the people who worked there said that it looked like the sort of sort of the results of a, a child's tantrum. Right. Small objects thrown around, that sort of thing. Right. So eventually a psychic visited and um, she said that a spirit uh, inhabited the doll and that that spirit had uh, suffered much abuse was all she had to say on it. In the doll or just before that? Before, I think. So a lot of these comes down to like, think of the doll as like a vessel. I think a lot of the time it's like the original owner, their spirit, like it seems to me they're always like, oh, the first owner of this doll had some sort of tragic end. Yeah. And then that went into the doll because a lot of the time it is like this companion to the person that's with them all the time. Yeah. We talked about this before, the idea of like objects, like possession in an object, um, sort of like the a spirit imprinting onto an object. It's yeah. just when it's a doll and it looks human-like, it's much more creepy. Mm. Mm. Um, right. So... That's what the psychic said. Like the original owner, you know, seems to have suffered much abuse. That I did find an origin online um, on one website, which was like, you know, some girl died clutching the doll, blah, blah, blah. To me, it just seemed almost like fan fiction. It didn't feel like a, it felt like someone reverse engineered a a depressing story. It didn't feel genuine to me. Yeah. Right. So I'm not giving it the time of day. No, fair enough. But do we like Mandy tapping on the glass? Throwing tantrums. Scary. Robert's still the uh, top of the tree in terms of freaky. So in terms of the way they look, do you find Robert creepier or Mandy? Yeah, 100%. Robert looks fucking horrible. Robert. Okay. And the fact that he's life-size. Yeah, that is the, the creepy detail for Robert. A life-size child. What about his dog? Did his dog not pipe up? Oh, well, in the picture, I don't. It doesn't. nothing mentions that little dog toy. I don't know if that's just from the museum or what. I didn't see anything that mentioned that. No, no. Because you feel like 
if it, it being life size, it would be over to overpower you. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. It's horrible. Just a bit bigger, isn't it? Just just can get into things a bit higher. Mandy is a bit creepy, but Mandy, you could just sort of stand on the table. They made a movie about Mandy. Oh God! <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah. No, come on. In 2018, the movie Mandy: The Haunted Doll came out. That's amazing. Do you want to? Do you think higher or lower rating than the Robert movies on IMDb? I'd say higher. Lower. Okay. It's a 2.5, so it's a bit lower. Well oh. Done, <laughs> oh, that is sickening. That's so low. Can you imagine sitting through that? No, I can't. It's such a thin premise. There's so many Haunted Doll movies already. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it's a very overcrowded market, isn't it? I mean, I can't... I haven't seen any of the... I haven't even seen the Annabelle movies. No, I haven't. So I don't... I don't know for sure, but it just feels like... When do they run out of material? Surely it's the same storyline again and again. She's back. He's back again. Guess who's back? Tell her friend. Robert's back. I actually listened to clips of um, the old Haunted Doll, the Annabelle episode we did today, just to make sure I wasn't repeating myself on anything. And we are moaning about the Annabelle movies and that as well. And you're going, she's back. Of course she's fucking back because they've still got her locked up with that museum. (laughs) You're getting really pissed off that they won't just get rid of the doll. That does sound like... Yeah, these things are going to keep happening, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Just fucking get rid of them. (laughs) Right, okay, so that's Ruby. Uh, Who should we do next? Let's do... um, Oh, no, sorry, that's Mandy. Ruby, there's me slipping. What's next? Ruby's next. So let me get a picture of Ruby up. Oh, Ruby. Oh, I don't like the look of Ruby. Oh, she looks shifty, does she? Oh, that's horrible. Why is it so lifelike? Looks very much uh, like um, Mandy no. without the correct head. Please stop showing me this. I'm going to scroll up its body so you can see the feet. Uh. Oh, she's got no feet. That's why she's so upset. There's like stitching around where the feet should be. Oh, don't show me those eyes again. I mean, edit this out. But <laughs> Why are the eyes so lifelike? Yeah, I don't like Ruby. No, it's horrible. Again, Ruby just looks like a typical doll, but for some reason, it's really scary. Yeah. No, it's the eyes. The eyes don't look that real. It looked it looked a bit like Mandy for me, but without the cracked-in head. Yeah, which you would think would like the cracked-in head would be more creepy, but for some reason, Ruby looks creepier to me. That's horrible. I don't want to see that ever again. So, I've only got a little bit on Ruby. There's not a great deal. Um, she moved around the house, typical of these haunted dolls. Yeah, always on the move. They just want to wander around the house. And she causes feelings of sadness and nausea to those around her. So um... I, I felt sick looking at her, to be honest. <laughs> well, she's also in a museum, so you can visit her. Another trend in these dolls. Oh, for crying out loud. Put them all in one museum and then burn the museum down. <laughs> So she's in the Travelling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult, which is based out of Kentucky. Um, And yeah, those visiting, a lot of people say like around it, you feel like an overwhelming sense of sadness or nausea. Um, And this doll was passed down through generations. And the original owner, this is nice, the original owner was a young girl who passed away whilst clutching it. Oh. Well, now I feel overwhelming sadness. Yeah. That's really sad. So that's kind of miserable, isn't it? It really is. No wonder. I now feel sorry for it. Yeah? Yeah. 
I don't feel like she's that scary. I just think that's really, really tragic. To be honest, yeah, it's the actual what it does isn't as creepy as the others because it's just it moves around the house. Well, they all do that. I mean, that's creepy anyway, but it's not tapping on glass and giggling and stuff. It's just sad. It's wandering around sad. It's actually a really tragic character. I will say, though, I'm not entirely convinced about all these dolls moving around the house. Right. Because that happens to Joel's toys all the time. Oh. As, well, as in, <laughs> not in a creepy way, just sometimes he'll go, Daddy, where's Teddy? And I'm like, well, you brought him down this morning, didn't you? And you're like, no. Oh. Well, you definitely brought him down. And then you spend ages looking for Teddy, and he, he is downstairs. He just wasn't where I thought he was. And sometimes... Hey, you've got haunted toys in your house. No. Well, yeah, I, I wonder whether Joel is actually concerned that toys do genuinely live because of Toy Story. Mm. I think that's something he genuinely believes. Well, my cousin, but, James, who's been on the show, I used to... I'm quite a bit older than him. When he was a young kid, I used to move his toys around when he wasn't looking <laughs> to make him think they were real. Oh, you asshole. Yeah. But yeah, toys do move around. I used to put on a zombie mask as well and pretend to be a different person and he would believe me. I would pretend to be a guy called David. Used to what? <laughs> put on a zombie mask Oh. and talk like a croaky voice, like, hey kid, like that. And um, <laughs> I would pretend to be this guy called David who had like a zombie face. And oh. he genuinely would believe that it was a different person to me. Ah. <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But I think he knew it was a mask. It was a really fucked up thing, I used to. I think he thought that when I put on the mask, I became like I was overtaken by David. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Like the mask. Like, actually, like the mask. It changes your persona. Yeah, like, like the mask. And he had a loose floorboard in his bedroom, and I used to put the mask in that to be like, keep, like let's hide it there, keep it away. I don't want it overtaking me anymore. <laughs> no. It's fucking weird, isn't it? <laughs> That is weird. He'll probably listen to this. <laughs> yeah. That's that is a bit strange. Yeah, that is that's really sad. It's almost like a Shakespearean tale. It's like a tragedy. It's just awful. Yeah. That she's probably this this Ruby's probably just walking around looking for that girl. Like just eternity. It's like a black it's like a terrible black mirror episode, just aimlessly walking around for eternity searching for this girl. Thing is, we're saying it's um, sad and not scary, but if it was in your house and the doll was moving around, would you feel sad or would you be scared? I'd feel terrified. I'd be really scared. I mean, again, it depends on because that's just, I think when you own, like having children that have, like, so Joel's got loads of toys. Sometimes you, like I say, you, you are convinced that you he came downstairs carrying Buzz and Woody. Exhaustion. But they're not, they're upstairs somewhere. And sometimes they're like in the toilet or the kitchen. It's just because mm. he's walked off and, you know, kids pick toys up and walk off and leave them somewhere, don't they? So I'm not... Wow, do they? But Do they? Well, well. Yeah, Beef, I think you need to keep an eye on this. Set some cameras up. That's, uh, that's a good explanation, but is it the truth? <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen Toy Story. If I saw Ruby crawling around the house, don't forget she's got no feet, so she's going to be like really hobbling, struggling. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I would be sad. And if she looked at me and just went, I'm sad. I don't think I would feel sorry for it. I think I'd be terrified. I would drop kick her out the window. Yeah. <laughs> That'll cheer her up. <laughs> Straight out the window. Onto a garbage truck. Right, okay. Let's talk about Charlie. Go on then. 
I don't think you're going to like the picture of Charlie. Because I don't. I hated the one of Ruby. Oh, Oh, that's horrible. (laughs) That is so horrible. Oh, my God. He looks like he's been burnt. Oh, what is that? Hang on a minute. Is that his body or is that a T-shirt he's wearing? Oh, his lips. Stop doing doing the close-up. What the hell is wrong with him? Why has he got lipstick on? (laughs) Is that a T-shirt or has he just got like horrible, (laughs) wrinkly skin? Listeners can't see, but I keep zooming in on the face of this. <laughs> Stop <laughs> zooming in on the face. I'm just going to leave it's... that as my picture on Skype. Oh, so you know no. I'm here. <laughs> oh. um, no, it's wearing like a shirt, Beef. It's like a, a brown shirt. Oh, It's just so hot. It does look like horrible, like wrinkly skin, though. <laughs> it does. Like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and no, Silence of the Lambs where he puts the skin on and it's just yeah. like... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> when when Dwight puts that rubber face on. <laughs> uh, okay, so this was discovered in the attic of an upstate New York home in 1968 in an old Victorian home. And uh, I found this one. This was like a late addition to my lineup of dolls. So I'm going to actually read this from a website because I haven't got notes on this. So this is from uh, thelineup.com about Charlie. Charlie was locked away inside a trunk with newspapers dating back to the 1930s and a yellowed piece of paper that had the Lord's Prayer written on it. The family placed the figurine on display with their other toys and dolls. Soon, however, Charlie seemed to move on its own, swapping places with the other toys. So, so far, so haunted doll. Hmm. Uh, not long thereafter, the family's youngest daughter claimed that Charlie spoke to her in the middle of the night. The parents dismissed the claim, chalking it up to their daughter's overactive imagination. But the little girl and her siblings were terrified of Charlie. I'm not surprised. No. Have you fucking seen it? (laughs) I'm terrified of Charlie. And it's not in my room, like, talking to me in the night. (laughs) God. Did he look like that when, Uh, when they had it, though? I don't know. What? the hell is wrong as a parent why would you look at that doll and go that's nice i'll put it in the kids room yeah exactly it's I'd horrific ju- i'd put it on the bonfire yeah yeah let's lock it in the safe it eh? is awful but i'd put it back in the box that it came from wrap it back up in the lord's prayer and float it down the river it wouldn't cross the <laughs> threshold of my house to be honest no uh, anyway the kids refused to go near it well, I don't blame them. No. I love that. The kids refuse to go near it, but they still keep it in the house. It's like, well, you might like it when you're older. <laughs> yeah, oh, you'll grow into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a shirt. Just fuck it off. Uh, so they did eventually get rid of it. So when mysterious scratches started to appear on the little girl's body... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's what it took. The family then decided to lock Charlie back up in the attic trunk. So they didn't get rid of it. They just put it in the attic. Oh my god! Why? Why would? Why are these parents so against just chucking this thing out? I don't get it. I don't. You know understand. what parents are like? They won't let you get rid of anything. Put it in the garage. Or the I just attic. don't get it. So Charlie now resides at local artisan in uh, a Beverly, Massachusetts oddity shop just minutes away from Salem. Swing by and say hello. No, they're all on display. No. These horrible dolls are all on display. I don't get this. I don't get this. It's almost like a cult. <laughs> Why can't they just sever the ties with these horrible dolls and chuck them? Just chuck them on the bonfire, burn them. Meanwhile, all these other dolls that are doing good things get thrown under the bus, quite literally. I wanna, I'm want i going to try and find some good dolls that are helpful. 
dolls that maybe gave people good life advice. Yeah. Uh, good fortune after you see it. Therapy dolls. Gives you a thumbs up. Yeah. Sex dolls. <laughs> Letter me out. The name of a doll. Letter. Otherwise known as Letter Me Out. Okay. This doll is potentially 200 years old. Wow. It's made of carved wood and human hair. What? Uh, it was found by Kerry Walton in 1972, and she still has it. She lives in Queensland with it. Oh. Uh, she found it in an abandoned building in uh, Wagga Wagga, Australia. That's an Australian-ass name, isn't it? Wagga Wagga. Wagga Wagga. Yeah, we stayed in some really crazy named Australian places. I can't think of them, but it was similar to that. I'll let you see a picture of Letter. Oh, fuck off. What? That isn't real. That's horrible. Oh, I don't like that. I really don't like that. That's really... Oh, that's so horrible. (laughs) Stop with the (laughs) close-ups. Bobby has logged on. Those those eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) The proportions of it are really horrible, though. It's like got a normal human body and then like a big head on top. With human hair, actual human hair. With wooden legs. It looks like it's lounging very like naturally on this chair in a way that I don't like. Uh, It's just... uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's stressing me out. It's really horrible. Right, letter. Yeah, 200 years old. So, um, when she took it into... uh, Kerry took it into their house. I think Kerry's actually a guy. Uh, When Kerry took it into their house, we'll say, uh, the objects were moving around the house. Typical. Uh, There were scuff marks on the floor. Uh, They reckon it's the wooden feet scuffing the floor. Okay. Um, And the children in the house were having nightmares. Hmm. One night, the children in the house were screaming in the middle of the night. All of them? Yeah, because they said that Letter was talking and moving around. That's horrible. In front of them, or just in, like, they could hear him? No, in front of them, I think. What? (laughs) Yeah. That's what the children said. So, I don't like that. (laughs) What, mate? No. If I was a parent, (laughs) if I was a parent and I woke up to my children screaming in the middle of the night, that's scary anyway. Like, what the fuck's going on? You run in there and they're screaming and saying that the doll was moving around and talking. I would have a tough time maintaining composure and not being terrified in front of them. Yeah. I would have uh, knee first into the doll for safety. Mm. Bang, straight through. (laughs) <laughs> that little chair that it's sitting on. Drop kick it. Yeah. And the kids are like, yeah, come on. <laughs> Just bring the mood up. Bring the yeah, mood I up. Yeah, I guess you'd... You're right about the composure thing. I think you'd, you'd have to just try really hard to oh, say... Oh, yeah, you'd okay. have to be like, no, no, it's okay, having a bad dream, that sort of thing. Nah, fuck but, that Yeah, shit. and then I would say, it's okay, I'll take it out. Uh, it's, it's okay, we'll take it out of the room so you don't have to look at it, it's fine. And then might murder it. Yeah. But in like a really horrible way. What about when you? What about if when you picked it up to take it out, as soon as you were alone with it, its head turned around and faced you like Woody, uh, and um, 
We toys see everything. It said, what are you doing? It just said, what are you doing? I would. And what are, what are you doing? Um, Again, I wouldn't so anyway, have this in my house. This is such a strange no, situation. I, no, exactly. To discuss, because it would never happen. Any of these, all of these dolls look like things I would not have anywhere near my house. No. No. They're disgusting. <laughs> no offense to the dolls. But I don't. No, but they they don't even look like they don't look like builder bears, do they? They look no. repulsive. They all look terrifying. Um so dogs didn't like this. Dogs always behave very aggressively towards this doll. Yeah, good. And they say that animals can sense stuff. Straight away, if a dog dogs dogs no shit. I trust dogs. To do- dogs are like your barometer. If a dog says no, you're not interested. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Exactly. Uh, they did actually try to get rid of Letter once. Um, they were going to sell it. But Kerry said that when they went to get rid of it, they physically couldn't remove it from the car. So I don't know what that means. That's all it said. They physically couldn't take it out of the car. What does that mean? It's become like Thor's hammer and it's too heavy? Or is that... Yeah, like they... I don't know. Unless they're trying to pull it out and it's like grabbing onto the <laughs> yeah. door frame. No, no. <laughs> Just tr- just pretend to be taking it back into the house and it will let go and then bang. Maybe it had some sort of like, you know, it, some sort of spell over them where they felt attached to it. Because they've still got it. They still own this thing. Why? What? Why? Yeah. So the owner uh, thinks it's of Eastern European origin and they believe it is a vessel haunted by the spirit of a drowned boy. So why would you keep that? If you believe that, that you believe that that is true, that it's possessed... Maybe they feel sorry for it. Then why would you... I just don't get it. I don't get it as a parent why you would do that. It doesn't make any sense. If that's what they believe... Well, the kids are probably grown up by now, but if that's what you believe and you do feel sorry for it, maybe, then you're still living with this thing. You're just like, all right, letter. Like, you know it's... You, you believe it's some sort of spirit residing in it. I don't... I don't know. I can't get my head around that. No. And why would... How would you get that information? Like, it would. it's one thing to say, oh, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's haunted. To move that on to it's being possessed by the spirit of a boy who was drowned, where did they get that from? I don't know. Exactly. It just says the owner thinks it's of Eastern European origin. Why? It believes it is a vessel. Why? It thinks it's haunted by the spirit of a drowned boy. Yeah. Couldn't get it in the bath. It thinks that. (laughs) It told him. It wrote it down. Yeah, no, I don't don't buy it. And I don't want to buy it. I don't know why you'd have it in your house. I don't know why. No. It's not like... Yeah, you're right. It's not like you look at any of these and you're like, oh, it's kind of sweet looking. No. No, they all look horrible. Um, So we'll talk about one more and then uh, there's a little few bits to talk about. At the end, so the last famous doll we're going to talk about is one called uh, Okiku, Ooh. which is um, a Japanese doll. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> that face. It's like an Ewok. <laughs> it's a bit Ewoky, or she is. It's the, it's the eyes, the black, black. Stop with the close-ups. Black eyes. That's demon. That's demon-like, right? Full black eyes. Maybe blackout eyes. Uh, this this is a weird one. Um, in 1918, uh, a man bought this for his young sister. Um, his sister was only two at the time. He was a bit older, quite a bit older. 
Uh, and she sadly died only a year later at the age of three. Um, but during that year that she had the doll, she was, it was like a favorite thing always with her. Huh. Um, after her death, the doll's hair started growing. What? And um, when they moved, um, I'm sort of trying to remember this because I haven't got my notes up, but I think I can remember. When they moved, they didn't want the doll to be taken too far away from where the daughter was laid to rest. So they gave it to a temple uh, nearby, and it is on display at that temple now. The uh, uh, Manenji. On display Sorry again. for my pronunciation of that. Manenji Temple in Hokkaido. Um, and its hair is still growing. What? What? It's trimmed every year. What? It gets a fresh trim and it comes back. Yeah. That's mental. That's fucking weird. So they let it grow and then once a year they give it the trim. How? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Well. Okay. (laughs) I really don't. Why haven't they got scientists in to be like, how is this going? How is this happening? Yeah, that's why I left this one to last, because it seems a little bit as if the others aren't far-fetched. This one just seems very far-fetched. That just seems like, if this is true, why haven't they like cracked the skull open to see what's in there? Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, Is there a human skull inside there? And how much is it growing as well? Um, one of the bits I read said it they cut it to about shoulder length. And then when it gets to like waist length, they cut it to shoulder length again. No, they don't. This is silly. This is silly. Is this one that's taken it to... This is why I saved it for last. I thought if I started with something like this, you wouldn't buy into the other ones. Yeah, no, this is... Because it's a bit too silly. This is too daft for me. Too daft. It is. It's just silly. There's no need for it. Pack it in. All right. That's... uh, Okay, Is that it? So hang on a minute. So just her hair grows. Yeah, that's it. She doesn't walk around or chuck anything around. No, the hair grows. Of Of the six... Of Robert, Mandy, Ruby, Charlie, Letter, and Dakiku, you got a favourite? Robert. Classic Robert. Classic Robert. Yeah, I guess Robert's the creepiest. Robert's the classic, isn't he? Yeah. I feel like Robert's the most famous for a reason, like he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... and I'm, He's got a cool story. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. The expressions of Robert is the weirdest part. Do do these okay, people that keep the dolls? Do they? Is it a good money maker? I don't want to see it again. Oh God! It's so horrible. Robert, it's so yeah. expressionless, though. It's like so hard to understand. Yeah, it's they. so blank that it's so creepy. Yeah, yeah. So we had Robert and we had Mandy. Just going to refresh you guys on this. Yeah, the cracked oh. skull. Uh, Ruby. That is awful. I really didn't want to see that again. I still don't want to see it again. <laughs> uh, Charlie, Charlie, I really don't like the look of. Yeah, he's horrible. Charlie looks like he's been in a really horrible accident. Yeah, he does, bless him. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's really serious. Yeah, uh, help me. Yeah. Um, Letter. Yeah, that's horrible. And Akiki. Letter looks like Robert Lindsay. <laughs> 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 Make him laugh. Make him laugh. <laughs> probably less scary now, or worse. Probably more scary. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't like. I don't like the look of Charlie. No. 
But I agree, Robert's probably the best one. Um, so you guys, like you've said before, you wouldn't want one of these in your house. No. Uh, if you did, and if any listener does want one of these in the house, there is an amazing market on eBay for haunted dolls. Oh, really? What? I typed in haunted doll to eBay. I've got my tab open here. Are you kidding? And there are just pages and pages. Um, I've got eight pages of haunted dolls up here at the moment. Uh, so I'll just open one at random. This is Tina. Yeah, it's just a normal doll. That's right. the eyes are a bit strange. So on the listing, let's just open this one. Uh, haunted doll, Tina, paranormal positive. And this is just a random. There's How so many of these. On it. I don't like, understand who does that. Who certifies that? And they've all got this information in the store. I don't know if it's just like people finding weird looking dolls listed as a haunted doll makes some money. It's all just a big scam. Yeah. How much was it? So this is currently, well, it's an auction. Oh, no, this is £9.50 buy it now for Tina. Oh, jeez. A lot of them are auctions. So this one says, Tina being spoiled and wealthy at the age of 20 got too much for Tina. She would play up, go drinking, partying, get up to all sorts. Tina would sleep around a lot with men she didn't know. Like, this is really weird. The only thing Tina cared about was what she looked like, money and men. Tina was very charming and mischievous. Tina had lots of plastic surgery and wanted to look close to a living doll. Tina bought a doll from an expensive doll store and the things that Tina noticed most was the doll's bright blue eyes, plump lips, golden hair, navy-styled outfit. This is me reading this for the first time. This is really weird. (laughs) Tina absolutely loved her gorgeous doll. Sadly, Tina's lifestyle got in the way and she went too far. Tina slept with a man in her home she knew nothing about. Tina was found dead in her home. Her family got rid of all her belongings, including her doll. The doll has a magical spiritual entity. The doll is very mischievous and charming, works well with a Ouija board and cards. Due to eBay's policy, I have to say that this is for entertainment purposes and you are buying a tangible item, which is a doll, and you are buying a doll. That's really, that's really weird and definitely a con. It's all a con and it feels very kind of... Just like kind of gross and just calculated preying on yeah it does people who do have a belief in the paranormal I mean what's what's stopping me just being like this is uh, I don't know Hoppy and right he's haunted uh, if yeah. you sometimes you can hear him scratching at the floor sometimes I find rogue carrots just laying around <laughs> you know 20 quid whack it on eBay Make a profit. Yeah. My uh, my allergies get really flared up whenever I'm around Hoppy as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might just whack something on eBay and see what happens. Say it's But they all say like they all have that like positive paranormal what is it? Paranormal positive. Like they've got I it's all bullshit, I think. It must be. It smells like bullshit. If it looks like bullshit and it smells like bullshit, it's bullshit. Well, this is some of the listing names. They all have that. They a lot of them have the word vessel in, so haunted porcelain doll vessel, vessel, haunted mm. doll active Marie, haunted doll active Ivy. There's like like code words for these dolls on eBay. What we need to do is be able to send out a paranormal, uh, like a was it like a paranormal person that can certify it, like an independent psychic medium. Yeah. That's it, a psychic. Again, that's just a money maker, isn't it? Haunted uh, porcelain gypsy doll vessel. 
Genuine Haunted Zol, Xena, Positive Spirit Energy, Beautiful Alberon Vessel. Oh, haunted God. Doll, Positive Child. Nah. So there's loads. There's, there's t- loads of them. Tested Paranormal Positive. This is mental. So what I've done, guys, I've ordered us one each. I've got, I'm getting them delivered to our houses. Cool, I'll burn the package <laughs> and, and we're going to see if anything happens and we'll report back. Okay. I will burn the package upon I definitely haven't. I'm going to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely haven't done that. I don't think, I don't think you would. <laughs> Do you want me to order one and see what happens? No. Yeah. Yeah, go on then. To your house. To be honest, I don't want to give these people that tenner. No. Because now that we give Weird Tales money to charity, I'm like, that money could go to a positive cause and I'm going to give a tenner to some shyster. Yeah. Could you get one of those positive causes to shyster set of the money for charity? (laughs) 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 Oh, that's mental. I, I feel really sad that that's like a marketplace for that. Yeah. To me, this is almost, it's like going into that murderabilia territory again. Yeah. Where it's just like preying on. Well, that was just that. No, that's almost different. I don't know. It's it just doesn't sit well with me. It's mm. it is different, but it's I don't know. It's just like you're just conning people out of money, and yeah. it's an easy money maker because people yeah. will believe it. Seems a bit sad. So why? Got a question. Why do? Because we said before we even started talking about these famous dolls, just in general. The idea of a haunted doll, dolls, like you talked about the, the ventriloquist dummies in Toy Story and that. Why do we find dolls creepy? Yeah. Why is it? I think this comes back to, we were saying, like, I can't remember what episode it was, but we were talking about, like, Slender Man and how right. Slender Man is creepy because it's, I, I don't know what it is, but it's basically, things freak me out when it's, it's a human shape, human form, but it's just ever so slightly off. So maybe right. uncanny valley. Sorry, uncanny valley. That's what they, they call it when you have like a CGI model that looks very, very close to human, but we know it isn't. So it triggers some sort of like alarm in us. Oh, really? That's interesting. I've not heard of that before. Mm. Oh, mm. right. Well, I guess that's. It's when something looks so. Well, this is quite different because a slender man is just humanoid, so that's creepy in a different way but when sometimes if something looks so close to human but our brains know it isn't it triggers like a a a, a weird uncomfortable warning in our brain yeah and i guess that's maybe what it is i i i don't know that's a really good question what why do you think this yeah i think it is the uncanny valley i think it's the humanness the sort of unoccupied human form it's the blank expressions when the you say unoccupied. Yeah, yeah. There's n- there's not the uh, the spirit to occupy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah the blank expressions. I guess yeah. Anything with a blank expression. And they're all children, I guess. So like, they kind of look like dead children, which is creepy. <laughs> obviously, so children, children of the corn. That that kind of made mm-hmm. children weird and freaky. It's interesting that you guys both went to that place straight away because I was trying to put my finger on what I didn't like about dolls or what people didn't like about them. And then I, I, I sort of went over this article uh, from the Smithsonian from 2015. Right. And a woman named Linda Rodriguez, she was saying some stuff in that. And basically it was a lot of 
what you guys just said, like the blank expressions, the human, I've got a quote here. Um, Dolls inhabit this area of uncertainty largely because they look human, but we know they are not. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is kind of what you guys said as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, I think it's maybe coupled with like a child's imagination. Mm. Like maybe I, maybe we've all been in a situation where a kid tells you something, and you, it's you know, kids are so imaginative that you have to kind of catch up with um, with their stories. You have to just like keep a track of what they're saying. Sometimes, like sometimes Joel does that. He'll be playing, and like what he's coming out with is a bit freaky not because he's mm. not because it's scary because like why how are you thinking this up like how is so kids imaginations are scary as well because it's just like another world yeah, it's pure it's unfiltered pure just randomness yeah that and isn't to them it's really yet. real which is i suppose mm. where nightmares because your imagination is almost your imagination tricks you into so much mm. so i think it's yeah i think it's probably the um the combination of both those things. So what are our final thoughts on the dull idea in general? Are we thinking it's a spirit? Are we thinking it's people's overactive imaginations? Are we thinking that are they all just cons, people making up stories to put these things in museums, all of the above? Um, I'm, I'm going to put my neck on the line here. Um, I, like you guys know that I believe that we you know there's a spiritual realm that we have things at play around us you know i've met witch doctors and seen stuff which i haven't been able to explain so you you know that i kind of believe a lot of that stuff i don't mm-hmm. i don't believe this i don't believe these ah interesting i don't believe these items are possessed i'm not sure what the end game is for like it, if I take what I know about demonology, which is that, um, like any time I've seen someone who's possessed, they they they're clearly trying to harm that person. I don't understand this weird thing with dolls just like dicking about and moving stuff, and I don't get it. Well, a lot of the stories seem to come down to um, saying a very similar thing of like. Obviously, a, a doll and a child, if they are very inseparable, if that child dies young, it's like like a spirit imprint on that thing that's been with them. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the mischievousness is just it's a kid's spirit or it's frustrated or it's, it's trapped in this doll or um, I don't know. But that's that's the general thought. But you don't buy into that necessarily? Not really. I I don't. Again, like I say, I've, I everything should point to me believing in this because I think, particularly with some of the witch doctors I've met, they do curse objects. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I've then witnessed any kind of activity with said objects, but I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what the end game. Like I said, I don't know what the end game is with stuff like that. It's, um, just seems a bit. I don't know. Just doesn't strike me as like, I don't. I don't know what they're getting out of it. What are these demons getting out of it? It's just they're so bored. Mm. Just like oh, let's just scare people. No, Tis, what do you think? I believe it in as much as I wouldn't let them in my house, and I won't go visit them. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm not saying it doesn't freak me out, even if I say it doesn't believe. I don't believe in it. I don't. I don't want them in my house because they look horrible. Yeah, but from a scientific point of view, I, and and a spiritual point of view, like you said, Beef, I can't see the end game. But I don't understand how spirits work if they were to work anyway. So, yeah, yeah. I think if if we look at it like we said that in general people generally seem to be kind of a bit creeped out by dolls in the same way that a lot of people are a bit freaked out by clowns. It's like a very common touchstone for something that's creepy. And then with our overactive imaginations, I can see how you would like pin something on a doll. If it's there and you hear a noise, oh God, that doll. Yeah. Did I just see it move? You know, it's easy to imagine people's imaginations getting running away of them it's also sadly easy to imagine people just making stuff up and because a lot of these are in museums and you know curiosity shops and stuff yeah exactly yeah so it becomes a tourist attraction so they found a weird looking doll and made up a story to go with it totally yeah i think that's what it is so yeah there we go i think that's that's where we'll leave it haunted dolls uh, a long requested topic and something that we said we'd visit at some point, and we finally did. Completed it. Tick that one off. That was really good. I'm glad to have moved on from Annabelle. Yeah. I didn't realise there were quite so many other haunted dolls around. It's also been so long since we did anything paranormal or spooky because it's that sort of been the Warrens domain for so long. Yeah. And now the Warrens it's done. It's like, Oh, let's do some other stuff that isn't Warrens related, but it's also in the same sort of field. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Right. Let's, uh, let's start wrapping up then. Uh, we've got a listener of the week. Nice. And I was going to give it to Cynthia McQuaid. Uh, we've got quite a few emails recently, but this was a really nice one. I just sort of randomly picked one. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia, uh, you are the lucky emailer. Uh, I think you guys saw this email. I think I posted this the other day. You sent it a couple of days ago. Yeah, it was really nice. Yes, yeah, yeah I do remember. Yeah, lovely. Thank you, Cynthia. Uh, so we do really appreciate these emails, guys. So, um, yeah, keep sending them. And you can do emails at unexplainableuk at mail.com. But thanks so much, Cynthia, uh, listener of the week. Listener of the week. Listener of the week. So, pet of the week. This is a good one. Uh, this was sent a while ago, but uh, I remembered it today. So, this was sent by uh, Zachary Brown, uh, a listener. And this is actually his mum's pet because he said that recently I had asked if anyone still keeps budgies as pets. I think me and you were talking about it, Beef. Do people still keep budgies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, this is uh, Jack the Budgie. Ah, oh. <laughs> amazing! So there we go. People do still keep budgies as pets. Thank Zachary, and um, on behalf of your mum's sending your mum's budgie <laughs> to us. <laughs> amazing, and that that settles that people do keep budgies still. Yes, they do, uh, and that's why we have a pet of the week. That's a budgie. Also, right? Okay, I I keep forgetting to do this, and um, I'm getting hounded by a certain listener. So. Uh, one of our listeners, um, Emma Windsor-Liscombe, she's a regular uh, sort of contactor to the pod. She was actually the first person to bring up the idea of Pet of the Week. 
Right. And uh, she's sort of amazed at how popular that's become. <laughs> yeah, so are we. And she wants us this week to do... Um, she wants us to describe what we're, <laughs> what we're wearing. <laughs> that, I realise that sounds really kinky. <laughs> I just realised. This is going into unknown territory here. What we're, what we're wearing of the week. What we're wearing right now, so we can decide which one of us has the outfit of the week. <laughs> outfit oh, of the crying. week. Oh, wow. And I keep saying I'm not going to do it, and then she keeps getting on at me to do it, so I said we'll do it once. Okay. Oh, God. This is really strange, but let's do it. Tiss, please describe what you're wearing. I'm in my pants. <laughs> nice. <laughs> with a with a grey t-shirt. <laughs> That's nice. No socks. <laughs> no socks. What colour are your pants? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> mystery, man of mystery over there. Yeah. Beef, what are you wearing? I feel like if I lose to that, that that's just not good enough. Uh, so I've got some some denim shorts on because it's been hot here today. Okay, and they're quite short. They're probably right. Denim know. is the hottest material known to man. Why would you wait? He said they're short. <laughs> they're, yes, they're quite they're short, still. and they're not really denim. They're like that faux denim. They're kind of like joggers, but denim. Fenim. Right, Do you know okay. what I mean? Like they're like jogger material, but they they look like denim. And right. um, a like stripy it. burgundy, yellow, and navy T-shirt with a pocket. Mm. The pocket's quite handy if you want to pop your phone in it. A little breast pocket. I honestly think Beef might win because what Tiz is, Tiz is wearing his pants and <laughs> what I'm wearing is kind of disgusting. I'm looking down now and I'm wearing a long sleeve grey T-shirt which I normally use when I go traveling. It's quite hard wearing, but it's got toothpaste down the front of oh, it. Oh, come on. <laughs> and then I'm looking down at these, um, I've got some like bamboo um, lounge trousers that I wear around the house when I'm doing stuff. Ooh, They're really bamboo. nice and soft. Yeah. Aerated. But they also have toothpaste all over <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. All Do you brush your teeth? Is that all you do? Brush your teeth? How are you so careless with toothpaste? I don't understand. I don't know. I was sitting here before we recorded and Becca was like, God, you're disgusting. Because <laughs> there's just toothpaste all over my front and I don't know why. Just everything in your your drawers covered in toothpaste. Yeah, so by default, <laughs> beef, Beef's the winner outfit of the week. Beef's awesome. <laughs> beef, beef has the only outfit of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only acceptable <laughs> outfit. The only clothes that you could like wear, like pop to the shops in if you needed to, out of the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Rachel said right now, we need milk, I could go out that door knowing that people aren't going to judge me for what I'm wearing. No, exactly. Yeah. So um, this isn't going to be a weekly feature. Maybe people <laughs> would demand it again. Maybe we'll bring it back randomly. It was actually good for a laugh. So thanks, Emma. Spoiler alert, I'm going to be in my pants again <laughs> next week. So <laughs> look forward to that feature again. Uh, right so that's that's a bit of fun um we didn't i forgot to mention it last week uh, i'll try and mention it at the start of each run but we as we announced last series we now give uh half of our money to charity each series we've got a little bit in the pot now and there's a little bit more coming um so beef i would like you to talk about your charity please okay so i am a trustee for a charity called refugee compassion and we have been working uh, 
uh, or rather, uh, Rich and Becky, my friends, set this charity up in 20... I really hope I get this right. I should do. You should do. I think it was 2015 or 2016. Uh, if you'd have warned me, I suppose I could have known for sure. But yeah, so he started working... No, I wanted to test you, test your knowledge. Oh, okay. Um, so they started working with refugees in France uh, when the crisis started in 2015 and uh, have since started working with refugees in the camps around Greece and the Greek islands and uh, we just try to support refugees where we can. There's an awful lot of people around who have been displaced due to war or famine and things like that and uh, I'm sure you can imagine with coronavirus it's Actually, surprisingly, some of these Greek camps had managed to avoid coronavirus completely until a few weeks ago. So, hmm. and a lot of these camps are overcrowded, really bad hygiene. You know, it's just a bit of a nightmare. So, we try to do what we can and send aid out and support some of the charities that are on the ground in France and Greece just to try and support these people as much as we can. So, that's what we do. Excellent. And obviously, like we started uh, the last series doing the, this charity stuff, and I thought it's kind of a no brainer to spotlight the one that you've been involved with for quite a while that we've never actually mentioned on the show. And uh, so this this time around, we'll be putting some money to, towards that. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, that's our charity for this run. Um, we had some great suggestions for future ones. It's something that we're really happy to have started doing. And uh, the listeners all seem to think it's a great idea too. So cool yeah lovely hey this is bob i'm just going to squeeze in here before this episode finishes uh because we forgot to do it when we recorded this episode the contact details if you want to contact us like our lovely listeners of the week have previously um to suggest episodes say hi uh, suggest charities any old thing uh send pet pictures all that stuff it's unexplainable uk at mail.com or you can go to the website weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com where there's also contact links. And there's also links to our social medias, uh, the Tea Public shop where you can buy merchandise, uh, ways to support us monetarily. You can also go to patreon.com slash bobshoy, that's B-O-B-S-H-O-Y, my name, where you can support my time researching and editing this as well as other podcasts I work on. And you can go to bobshoy.bandcamp.com to buy bonus episodes of things like Weird News and have have a look on there. There's some really good stuff. And if you want to listen to my other podcasts, I don't normally mention them on here, but I work on a folklore podcast, which is drawing to a close, but it's a whole backlog of episodes called Five Minute Folklore, um, as well as a podcast called Known For, a filmography podcast where me and Becca take a different actor and actress alternately and have a look through their whole back catalogue and talk about our favourite films of theirs and things. And I also have a new podcast starting soon. I've started recording that already with a brand new co-host. So listen out for me officially announcing that very soon. Uh, so now let's go back into the original recording session to finish out this episode. And now that that's out of the way, I think we are done. Sounds about right to me. Perfect. Thanks for taking us through all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying nonsense. Yeah, sleep well. Don't think about, you know, the, the dolls creeping in the corner of your bedrooms. I was literally thinking about that. I've got to go to bed tonight and it's going to be hard. You're sleeping in a hotel tonight, Tiss, on your own. Is that creepier or not? Uh, I have to let you know. It's going to be creepy, yeah, probably, yeah. Because it's not familiar surroundings. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But I sleep like a log anyway, so... 
Yeah, we know. Don't. <laughs> we know <Fine>. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I'm out, I'm out. That's it. There's no fucking waking up and yeah. Okay, well, uh, until next time, I think Tiss has got an episode in two weeks' time. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all then. Perfect. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. See Love ya. you lots. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Live and let die. Have you stopped recording? Yeah, okay. I should... Got myself a crying, talking, sleeping, walking, living doll. Got to do my best to please her just cause she's a living doll. Got a roving eye and that is why she satisfies my soul. Got the one and only walking, talking, living doll. Haunted sex dolls. That's the new. Yeah, that's something I haven't come across. Ooh, that'd be horrible. That's why they they won't get rid of it because it's like well, waste well... till you're in the middle of it before screaming in your face. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. Waste till you're about to nut. <laughs> oh, nuts. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to leave that in? Oh, God. <laughs> yes, but I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nuts in this dog. Grim. Ah, that clip's going at the start. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> can you imagine it's someone's first episode of weird tales they're like oh haunted dolls so like that and it opens up with this I'm going nut in this doll <laughs> they go oh no before it even starts oh god <laughs> Oh, oh, that's awful. Uh, I won't oh. cut this, but I will put this haunted sex style conversation after the credits music. So <laughs> that's, that's where people will find the good stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, that is too funny. Uh, that's when my eyes water. Hang on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Got the one and only walking, talking. Living down. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.